Okay, with Gareth Matthews, uh, 9 to 5 is the short film from the UK. It's seven minutes from the Thriller Suspense uh, Film Festival. It's about basically about the horrors of, of a 9 to 5 job, I guess, in its, in its basic sense, I guess. Right, Gareth? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You wrote the screenplay as well. I'm assuming this is a little bit autobiographical. Um, maybe in some essence, but it was, uh, it was, it was basically, I, I had like a, like a sales job at the time, um, when I was still studying and, uh, it became very demanding. Um, and there was just like a lot of pressure to kind of maintain like the targeted sales. And, um, it was just like that it was just kind of like an awful experience and then yeah. i started writing it down and then <laughs> as i was doing that it um it kind of started to turn into a short film okay and that's probably the only true moments in the, the short film is like based on a tiny experience i've had with the uh, sales yeah. that's all you need it's all you need and yeah. uh because i remember i remember i did a nine to five job i this this, this this production company Alliance Atlantis and I do I had to sit in a cubicle and it was a two week job and I remember like oh my god I'm I'm literally I'm gonna get a gun and shoot myself it's like but then what happens is that you get used to it and then you get you get used to the horrors of this like this job and I, and I think that's what happens to a lot of people listen to our first real problems but basically <laughs> I think yeah, that's what yeah. your film's about right yeah well it's like um. So, like, with a lot of, like, these corporate companies, they don't really care for, um, like, their clients or anything. They they just want to get as much money as they can. Yeah. Um, and especially for, like, the, the salesmen or, like, the employees, they, they're kind of, like, the front between that. So they just put all that pressure on them. And it's... You know they're kind of mess messing with the the livelihood because in a way it's like that's the only way they can make money is through this job and the only way they can like i don't know feed themselves or feed their family is through you know trying to make you know do their job right and yeah. um, even if that's the case um sometimes it just it just doesn't work out like that but so when you did your sales job, were you like working on commission or? Um, they tried to put me on commission, but uh, I just I don't think I could I could do that really because trying to um, that's where it gets dangerous. I think because then you you're not really making any money. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about the making of this film and why did you choose black and white? Like, was black and white always on your mind? Um. Yeah. Well. Uh, when I was writing it, um, I kind of always wanted it to be black and white. Um, it was actually after watching Lahane, uh, that kind of inspired it. I was like, wow, like, uh, black and white would suit this film really well. Um, and, uh, it kind of, it kind of fits like the same, uh, kind of message I was going for. I just wanted to tell like a really like grounded, realistic story in a way um and it kind of fits the character as well with the black and white um yeah just uh there's not meant to be much color or joy in a film like this no, exactly yeah 
and then so you're did you dexter johnson was your cinematographer like you guys like yeah. have a like a, a storyboard shot list like how did you guys process the film um yeah so i did i drew the, the storyboards to kind of show him what i was thinking for the film um because it, it's such a personal film uh for myself just with like all the i guess personal connections to it um so i wanted to give him as much information as he needed like all the imagery that um that i had in my head and try to communicate that as well as i could so i provided mood boards for him i did storyboards i gave him every version of the script i i had all the updated versions just so he could kind of see the progression of it um and and yeah so he also made some mood boards uh and he did like some shot lists and stuff. So, yeah. Gotcha. And in in terms of the the theme, I guess it's sort of like like isolation, depression, kind of leads to violence. I guess in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Is that that's it? yeah. That's that's exactly what it is. Boy, I think um he doesn't really have uh any friends. You kind of see the coworker is like he's kind of like the naive new employee that's you know just new to the the whole industry and he's not entirely sure um like he sees mark struggling and he wants to help him in a way um but mark's so like he he just feels so shut out by everything and and everyone he he doesn't know how to accept the help so he just refuses it completely and uh yeah so i i definitely say that he's he's isolating himself um and it i think that leads to him like building up all that anger and hatred for like the job he has yeah to the boss i guess yeah exactly well yeah he deserves to be punched so yeah <laughs> but you um, get like the the speech that the boss gives him in the beginning uh of the film where is that kind of mm -hmm. like where did that where did that where did you get that idea from um what was that sorry the speech the boss gives him in the beginning like the beginning of the film where like he gives him this kind of like kind of idiotic Long speech analog, yeah this power speech i guess where did that come from yeah um well that was actually a real conversation i had with uh with my my boss at the time yeah. <laughs> at the sales job because uh so i dislocated my knee back in august of last year and um it it was so funny because I, I was writing the script at the time and the my boss was complaining uh saying that i should have never dislocated my knee and i should be in work yeah. um and it was like something about like he didn't want to pay me like sick pay or something so um it was that that kind of that kind of whole speech. It was just basically like, well, you can either come in tomorrow or you know you won't have a job kind of thing. So, like that whole monologue is like based on the conversation I've had with yeah. my boss. It was kind of like like villain, you know, um, right? I guess to I don't know, like motivate me to or not motivate me, just to like kind of force me to come into work um but yeah i think i think paul played it really well um we spent that was our last day of filming um and we spent about i scheduled it from about 
10 a.m. to maybe 3 p.m. to try to get that whole monologue done just because it was like such an important piece because it sets up the motivation for the character to, you know, get sales and yeah. keep his job. Um, but yeah, uh, Paul, Paul nailed it pretty much like right away. So we finished like maybe like three hours early on that day. So. Okay. So tell me about the, so this was a student project, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this was your first ever film? My first short film I've made myself. Yeah. Good job. Um, so, so what's, 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 what's the, what's the university you went to go to? Uh, Northumbria University in Newcastle. And where is that? Where's Newcastle? It's, in relation uh, to London. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, it's north from London. It's um the northeast. Okay. Yeah. About, is there like, castles in Newcastle? It actually is in in town. Uh, there's a in the city. There's there's a castle. <laughs> Believe it or not. And this is uh, like a film program. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's well, film and TV production? Um. Uh, yeah, I would say it's probably like one of the better practical universities. Um, there's also Salford in Manchester, where that is like media city. They have like really high-end equipment where they have like red dragons and airy lights but meanwhile at Northumbria we just have like the Sony F6 and F5s those type of cinema cameras but so how does this film come about like do you have to like pitch it to the faculty do you have to pitch it to the your, your classmates like how does it how do you yeah so you do have to you do have to pitch it um it was like a five minute pitch um Yeah, it was it was about a five minute pitch, and no nobody really gets a vote on it because it's it's kind of like your your final piece, your final body of work at your three years spent at the university. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, I think some people could just make their own projects, or uh, I don't think it really mattered as long as you you had something at the the final end yeah um, i believe there were like 39 films made and um like only 19 films were shown at the so we had this like final like gala presentation yeah. of everyone's work um and only like 19 films came out but yeah so everybody on your crew is go to you go to school with yeah yeah pretty much well um dex i've never really worked with um up until nine to five um but he but, goes like he's he's trying to be a cinematographer. Like he goes to school that for that that effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I I'm I'm a I'd like to think. Well, my main interest is in cinematography as well. So when I was I was writing the the script, I wrote it in such a, like a visual way, like with a lot of shots in mind. Um, yeah. So like that kind of relationship with Dex, it it kind of like went hand in hand because we both understood like what lenses we were using, lighting setups. Um, and then it also kind of helped with like the like the staging and blocking of the the characters when it came to like directing for the first time. Um, so it was it was kind of a beneficial relationship to have through the production. Gotcha. And then and then and so the, even your sound designer, like it's a nice sound design. Natalia like uh, goes to yeah, the program yeah. as well. Well, that was her first time. She's mainly an editor, but that was her first time doing sound design. Um, yeah, because she did the edit. She edited the film as well, right? Yeah, yeah, she did. 
uh and she did such a good job because uh, a lot of the stuff she 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 hadn't seen the the storyboards um but she was also there on set because i'd i would also go to her ask if like oh you know we're, like we were shooting these scenes um it, are there any shots like you think we'd need or anything for the edit just to kind of make make her job a lot easier to make sure we had a lot of coverage throughout the whole um filming week i guess so uh she was like that through like every moment but when it came to the, the editing process um during the montage i think it was like she understood exactly like cut for cut what i was like what i pictured and what i wrote um in the script and what i storyboarded and it was like when i when i showed her the storyboard i was like this is exactly what i drew and you just like did it without like any reference it was it was a really cool um a really cool thing to see because she's just really good also like the the washing machine you see in like the opening Yeah. uh that's all after effects because we we were very short on time filming at the laundromat location Yeah. and uh we didn't get enough coverage uh because they turned off the 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 washing machines and uh so dexter filmed just like a single um washing machine and then um we went back to my apartment and we just we got some like other coverage just of like a shirt spinning in a in Yeah. my in my washing machine and then she like like spliced it together and like matt i don't know what she did but she made it look like it was just like one shot basically it was Yeah, really cool it's terrific. It's like that's what you. It's smart. That's what you have to do yeah yeah it to was make it this was like film. Yeah, it was incredible yeah it's. It sounds like a very educational experience for you making the film. yeah yeah um i think it, i i definitely learned a lot um especially scheduling wise with like the the time management because i didn't really want to waste anybody's time because we we don't have a, a budget realistically with with um with a short film of like this size it's very tiny i think i spent about maybe 500 pounds altogether but that's just like like food and transport um Yeah. luckily the act is we're able to you know just help out for free as long as we like you know paid for their travel and their food and stuff um but i i wanted to make sure like on the filming days it was it was a four-day shoot um i wanted to make sure we like finished on time that we got everything done and like i didn't want to st
it's, it's just really small details that were really impressive. And he was consistent with it throughout every take. Like if we needed to do one more take, he would do it exactly the same. Yeah. With like, if, if there was like some direction to give like some notes on the performance, like he would take that on board. But for the, the ones where he just got it like, like perfect, every take we did, he would do it like the movement exactly the same. Sit down, look eye movement, you know, everything was just to the T. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. And so basically, like, I'm, I'm assuming you graduated. Are you graduated now or are you still in school? Um, I've, Yeah, I graduated in, in, in July. Yeah. Um, and then I'm planning to do my, my master's in the, the new year. Okay. So that would be, I would, I would specialize in cinematography, most likely. And that's where you want to. That's where you want to head as a, as a, like in the, in the in the industry as a cinematographer. Cinematographer, yeah. Um, I did do a lot of uh, like sound work on a few other people's projects. Um, so I think I was a sound recordist on maybe like four projects, and I, I quite enjoyed like sound mixing and sound recording and stuff. So I think maybe maybe a bit of both. I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, well, you can. Yeah, just you want, but you want to work in film, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what did you think about what the audience, the audience had to say about your film from the feedback video that we sent you? Um, I thought it was very strange at first because I, I was confused. I was like, like obviously, I submit to a film festival, but I didn't actually think people would watch it, um, or at least have like, or like take. I don't know. I didn't really expect people to like it. Um, and just watching the the feedback, it was it was really cool. Just seeing like people like pick up like even on the dolly shot. So like someone mentioned that. I was like, what? That it's in there for like such a small period of time. But I was like really impressed that someone actually like saw that and um picked up on it. And I, I really really enjoyed like people liking the black and white. Um I thought that was really nice. <laughs> um and obviously the match cuts and stuff. It was really nice, and then um, I think someone mentioned um, like the actors' performance. I really appreciate that, that too. Um, yeah, North American audience. It's like it, it's kind of a, your film has a universal appeal to it. Yeah, I feel like Americans relate more to this film than um, my than like the British audience. I think. Yeah. Uh, which I is interesting. That, yeah, perhaps in a general sense, like very general, but. That Americans and even Canadians like we're very much driven by by work. It's mm -hmm. like we're we're driven by capitalism and like trying to move up the ladder. Like we we work to live, yeah. and we don't live to work. You know, no, sorry, whatever it is, we we basically working yeah. work is our number one priority. And in, in, in the general sense, Europeans is more about like relaxing and like uh in in, in taking in life, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. To, to some degree yeah i think yeah maybe not in the the cities but maybe in the country yeah but there's yeah. there's an american mentality there's like a it's mm -hmm. driven in 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 people in our in our brains very young about mm -hmm. capitalism yeah. and like yeah so yeah well i i did quite a lot of research into um like neoliberalism for this film and um i think that also helped me kind of like figure out what the the story is because a lot of that would be like self-praised capitalism where um you know a lot of people uh, you know they 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 have those like i don't know confident um like self-driven 
motivations and in, in sales and a lot of like of like the the corporate companies don't really see the employees as people they just see it as like figures and reaching those figures which which kind of help help me like understand maybe the world a bit better in um in nine to five Which All right, man. So, like, it seems like you're on your way as a cinematographer, director, sound person. Like, you're just kind of figuring out your way. Uh, great film, yeah. great short film. Hopefully, it's doing well. I'm glad you're submitting the festivals and getting some more some more recognition besides your school. And uh, yeah, just yeah. keep up the good work. And and I'm Thank I'm you. sure you got to do a thesis film, perhaps for school. So uh, let's talk when that's done. Yeah, no worries. That's great. All right, man. have a good one. You too. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six.